Good morning, my friends. Welcome back to my channel. This is Janelle Petrosino, and you are listening to Strength and Struggle Podcast. That never gets old. I literally look forward to it every week to be able to sit down and say that to you. So thank you so much for tuning in again today. Um, I hope that everybody is, at least everybody that lives near where I live, is staying warm. I am so over the cold. I didn't realize this, but I always knew that I was more of like a fall person. I've always really enjoyed living in a place where I can feel all the seasons. I live somewhere where I experience um, all four seasons, but it just seems like this past like five years, the winter where I live is like very relentless and it's just been really cold. So naturally somebody like me, that's already always cold. Anyway, I feel like I am kind of in hibernation mode. So I am praying that The warmer weather creeps in a little bit early this year and the sun starts shining. I just cannot wait to get outside with my kids. Um, If you feel that, clap your hands because I just feel like all the moms in the world, all the dads in the world, all the babysitters in the world, all the people that are associated with kids in some way, shape, or form are like, "Uh, yes, please, (laughs) because they're driving us stir crazy. Um, And anyway, I just wanted to pop in here today and share some inspo with you per usual. Um, I don't know. I just, I've been thinking a lot about painful patterns, honestly. Painful patterns are basically patterns in your life that, um, well, essentially a pattern is like a habit, right? That you are maybe repeating over and over again, regardless of the fact that it's either hurting you or discouraging you or it's, you know, putting you in a negative state of mind, or maybe it's just not working. And I just feel like it's so easy once you learn how to do something, or once you experience something a certain way, without a certain mindset, it's really hard to break away from patterns. Like, especially if the patterns that we're talking about are the ones that were ingrained within us, at a very young age. Um, I mean, we can talk all night about this topic, but I'm going to try to keep it very basic and straightforward because we can get really detailed. I mean, we're talking about, you know, maybe the way that we react to things, maybe the way that we like have a relationship with our food, maybe our relationship with our fitness, maybe our relationship with our self-image, maybe our relationship with bad habits. You know, it it could be really anything. All I want to do today is just talk about, you know, a really simple way to recognize a painful pattern and how to take action to um, try to like let go of it and replace it with a new, better, productive, positive pattern instead. And so obviously the first part to this is recognizing the pattern. So I'm going to get really, really vulnerable, really vulnerable. Honestly, I don't think I've ever talked about this um, on the channel before. And I'm going to take it all the way back to my infertility journey. Um, This has nothing to do with infertility specifically, so keep listening. This will definitely be something that you can resonate with. Um, But something that I would uh, 
you know, associate as a painful pattern is this example. So back when I was going through infertility, I knew at the time that I couldn't get pregnant. Like I didn't even have a menstrual cycle. And there were many, many reasons why I knew I couldn't get pregnant. It it just, at that time, it just wasn't possible. I was being very closely tracked by doctors. Um, My blood work showed like crazy imbalances with my hormones. I didn't even have a period for like several years. And yet every single week, I, for a period of time, not forever, but for a period of time, I would take a pregnancy test or 12. And I would constantly take one over and over and over, knowing that I hadn't had my period in like years and, you know, whatever, because I just didn't want to believe it. Like I had already had a successful pregnancy. I have had my daughter. Um, and so the infertility I speak of was secondary. And so in this instance, taking a pregnancy test when I knew it until my body was healed or until I was diagnosed with what was going on, like I knew deep down in my heart that I was doing something that was causing me pain, stress, and depression. But yeah, I still did it every day and maybe not every day, but like every week. And, um, so I like to use this one as an example today, because I think that it's something that a lot of people can relate to. A lot of times the painful patterns that we create in our lives are the things that bring us a glimpse of hope, right? So a lot of times maybe we do something, you know, that brings us a a glimpse of hope, or maybe it brings us a glimpse of satisfaction in the moment. Maybe not even hope. But for me, it was hope. Every time I went to go to the bathroom and check if I was pregnant, it gave me this one little moment where I was like, but what if? But what would happen is I would always end up crying on the bathroom floor. And, you know, like in my just downward spiral of reliving the fact that I was going through infertility like over and over and over again. Now, no matter what I did, I was living in that moment. I was living in that moment of infertility. It consumed me. But just in comparison, think about how much less stressful and less depressing it would have been had I maybe taken a pregnancy test like a couple of times throughout those years or maybe once or twice in that time that I knew that I like really couldn't get pregnant. And so this really, uh, it, it affected my life because I was doing something that kept me in a negative state of mind that kept me feeling hopeless and discouraged and distraught. Um, and so a lot of times when we make choices like this is, this was just an example. And let me give you another example actually, so that you can really relate in case you've never gone through that. But let's talk about our health and fitness journey. I said that a lot of times these painful patterns are associated with maybe comfort or satisfaction for a moment or a couple of minutes or a day. And a lot of times like in like that moment is really great but then it's gone in a flash and it's like, whoa, I like just set myself back again. And how come like seven days ago I was like on point with my mind and I was like 
dang, like I'm gliding through this. Like I I'm on point. I feel good. I'm seeing results. But then all of a sudden, like something happens and it throws us off. And I know a lot of people that struggle with like emotional eating. That's something that I've struggled with. So like, you know, I've really overcome it in the more recent last year because I've been following a really incredible simple program that has changed my entire life um but before that like I remember I would if like something bad happened in my day or like somebody said something that I didn't like or maybe I was disappointed because plans got canceled or you know whatever it may be I would turn to food and I would emotionally eat and in that moment it was like yeah this feels great I'm like you know, indulging. And then like the next day I would either have a stomach ache or I would feel bloated or lethargic or whatever it may be. And I'd be like, I'm back in that pattern again. So that just gives you another example. But I think a lot of times, you know, not only do we do this subconsciously, but I almost feel like we get comfortable with doing things that, you know, are familiar. So the reason why I want to bring this up is because I know that you have a painful pattern and you may or may not be aware of that pattern, but I want to remind you that like at any point in time, you can change that pattern. Like you can say, no, like this stops today. I am no longer going to like relive this same week over and over again and then wonder why or get frustrated as to why my life doesn't look any different. Like, if you feel that in your soul, can you clap your hands, please? Because honestly, like, that's, that is the raw reality of life. Like, our mindset and our choices compiled, that is what is our life. That's what defines our life. And if we allow ourselves to be blindsided to these painful patterns that maybe we, we intended to or didn't intend to create, like, you know, for me, that story I told just a couple of minutes ago, like I knew I was doing it to myself, but I still didn't care because that 1% possibility, that 0.01% possibility, that excitement, that rush, it, 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 I wanted that. I wanted to believe that I had something to be excited or happy about, but I didn't realize that it was really just detrimental to my life. And it was detrimental because it impacted other things. So if you constantly have a pattern that you are committed to, that is not serving you and not bringing you closer to your goals, then you really have to ask yourself, why the heck am I doing it? Why am I not at least trying to take one step or one make, become 1% better every day? Um, it's not going to happen overnight. And, you know, it's not going to be easy, but you can change your patterns because I'm telling you, I changed mine. And so I'm going to share just like a couple of really simple steps um, that you can, you know, look at and apply. And here's the first one. So we already mentioned it briefly. Awareness. You know, if you're not where you want to be in your life or you're feeling really down and out or your you're like energy is off or, or it's not flowing or you're feeling low then you probably have a painful pattern in your life that you can literally like dissect or 
work on, you know, and, and really figure out like, what's the root cause of this? And so, you know, an example of awareness would maybe just be sitting down in a quiet place and giving yourself a moment to think, maybe journaling, you know, writing, writing something down, like just getting all of your thoughts out on paper, um, maybe talking to a friend or even maybe meditating. Um, I actually love meditating. I talked about that a little bit on the last episode about your magic morning that you can create, but meditation is a really great place to kind of just be with yourself and, um, see things from a different perspective. And so, Those are just some examples, but basically one really important commitment that you would need to make if you want to change this is to figure out, you know, what it is that is not serving you. Like what pattern in your life or what habit really can can you focus on right now for the greater good of your life? And then number two is intention. So you have to be intentional. Yes, it, it could be really uncomfortable to figure this out. Like when I ended up like realizing what taking all those pregnancy tests were do was doing to me. I had to be like, okay, you know, this is not serving me. Like that was the awareness. And then I had to make the decision like, well, I need to stop doing it, which I didn't want to do because I was addicted to doing it, honestly, you know, and sometimes we're addicted to things. Sometimes we're addicted to giving up on ourselves. Sometimes we're addicted to emotional eating, like whatever it is, like It's not like you just wake up every day and you're like, yep, I'm going to do this even though I know it's bothering me or hurting me. Like, no, it's sometimes you you just, it's hard, right? And that's where intention comes into place. So intention doesn't mean like, oh, yep, I'm just going to snap my fingers and I'm going to get instant gratification. There is no such thing as instant gratification. But intention is just being aware and then taking that next step and being like, okay, what is this going to look like? So again, you can use some of those same practices like journaling, talking to a friend, writing things down, um, you know, taking a hot bath and just thinking or meditating or whatever and just being like, okay, this is why it's not working and this is what I need to do to change it. So in my personal story, like I was telling you, I had to be like, okay, this is not working because I'm giving myself false hope. I already am under the care of a doctor. They basically told me that it's like they have to figure out what's going on. I was basically a mystery diagnosis at that time in my journey. And I was like, this just isn't serving me. And so one thing that I did is I turned my intention instead of like focusing on what I really wanted, I decided to change my focus on what I already had and what I was grateful for. So I wanted to have another baby, but I realized, dang, like here I am crying every day on the bathroom floor. I'm like antisocial all of a sudden because I'm just so upset and sad all the time. I'm, you know, always moody and short tempered, but yeah, I have a little girl in the other room that like loves me to pieces and she deserves her mom to be like the best version of herself. And I'm like allowing myself to drown in my own sorrow. And you know, all of those feelings are really real. Like anybody that's ever gone through infertility or is going through it, like, you know, it's not something that you can turn off. However, I knew that despite not being able to turn that off, that I could try to do something to help. And so gratitude was my choice. Um, And so when you're intentional about whatever you're doing, 
you pick something else in its place. So if it's emotional eating that you're struggling with, maybe you know, instead replace emotional eating with something else that brings you joy, that brings you comfort in the moment, but that is not that. That won't deter you from your health and wellness goals. So maybe uh, going for a walk, maybe taking a bath, maybe adult coloring, maybe, you know, buying yourself a new shirt, whatever. Replace that. And not to say like create a new bad habit, but create a positive habit, like something that you look forward to that brings you joy. Like there's a difference between like emotional eating and buying yourself a shirt. If you purchase yourself a shirt, like that's exciting. I don't know about you, but like I receive mail and it's like, oh my gosh, I got a new mail. And then I get a new shirt. It's like, oh, I need to go make plans. Maybe I should call a friend. Like there's like a positive ripple effect with that rather than like, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, uh, go off my plan and just eat whatever I want because I had a bad day. They're they're a little different, right? Well, for me personally, I chose gratitude. And I was like, I'm just going to literally wake up every day and flood my brain with everything that I'm grateful for. And you know what? I still do this. And I I overcame my infertility. If you don't know me personally, um, I was able to overcome my infertility. And that's a long, long story. If you want to hear that story, you can go back to episode number one, right from two years ago when I created the episode, but I will say that little practices that I like to share on this channel like this are the things that helped me to get through that hard time. So I decided gratitude. So I stopped really thinking about like my obsession with getting a positive pregnancy test and replaced it with every time I wanted to take a test, I would just be like, I'm grateful for my daughter. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for what we're going to do today. Like, and I would literally like stop my mindset from going there and I would like pivot, right? I would pivot, pivot my mind. And that's intention. That's like, it's not easy. And some days I had to do it like 30 times, but I would pivot because I was like, oh, I know that if I like go buy a pregnancy test, that's just more money down the drain because I am not definitely not pregnant right now. Um, and again, this is like a very vulnerable story. I've taken hundreds of pregnancy tests in my life. And maybe that is not something that you've ever struggled with, but there's something that you have struggled with that you can relate to this, right? You you take that one thing, I'm sure it's already popped up in your mind, and you can relate. It's like something that is just sucking you dry, but like you don't know how to stop. Well, it's all about being aware and being intentional. And then the third one is taking action. So actually after deciding what you want to do instead, doing that thing instead, like over and over and over again. It might be like 15 times in an hour. It might be two times in a day. It might be six times in a month. Who knows? It depends on the pattern. It depends on your personality. It depends on how like impactful this pattern has been on your life or your past or how it may dictate your future. Um, But action is everything. Applied like um, applied knowledge. So taking what you've learned or what you've recognized in yourself and then applying the new step, that one first step in the right direction. That's what we're talking about here. So anyway, I just wanted to give you some simple tools, just a simple like way for you to just like sit down today and before you embark on your new week ahead, just say, okay, what are some painful patterns that I keep reliving why do I'm having I... trouble hearing you. 
Oh, that's real life. My Siri just responded to me. She thought that I was asking her about her painful patterns, but um, no. Sorry, Siri. I was just basically saying that I wanted to give you something tangible that you can say like, okay, like this, she brings up a good point. Like there's probably things that I'm doing in my day. And obviously I only brought up two, but there's like bajillions of examples, um, you know, that another one that pops into my head is maybe something that you didn't like growing up that your parents did, but then like you do it you're doing it as a parent now like that's another one that really like pops up into my mind because I've experienced that like something that I remember not liking or like it it, like impacting me and then I catching myself doing that like maybe like raising my voice or, or like having really low patience or you know whatever it might be like that's another one it's just like a painful pattern where it's like you always feel like crap after you know I I know most parents Uh, or anyone really that raises their voice always feels like crap usually after, right? But this would be a really great example for like a parent. Like you can look at this and say, well, it's something that I didn't like. It's something that I don't like now. I don't feel good after I do it. So what's something that I can do in in place of yelling? Um, Okay, I could do X, Y, and Z. I learned a really great parenting hack. I think I'm going to share that in one of the upcoming episodes. Um, I don't want to pivot too much today, but in like, for example, for this same, the same scenario, I'm working on a, a painful pattern similar to what I'm expressing right now with my parent parenting skills. Sometimes I get really impatient and frustrated and I always feel bad after. So I'm really trying like a new technique where I'm just like asking my kids questions so that I understand like what they're doing and they feel heard and it's working really well. But I didn't realize that I had a painful pattern around that until I I, I became aware and I was intentional about wanting to change it. Does that make sense? If that makes sense, then clap your hands because we've been clapping our hands this whole episode. Um, But yeah, you can change any pattern like and you might not even realize that something that you're doing is painful. Um, It could be something as simple as like snoozing your clock in the morning. Maybe you have big goals to get up early and do a morning ritual and this and that, but you snooze like literally 30 times. Have you been there before? Because I have like I'm I've overcome that struggle, but Years ago, I used to literally like snooze for an hour and a half and then I'd wake up so annoyed because I kept waking up and falling back asleep and waking up and I had to learn that like instead of doing that, Janelle, just set your alarm later, duh, you know, like set it like 30 minutes later so then you pop right out of bed and and then you're saving 30 minutes that you would have been snoozing, right? That's an example of like being aware being intentional, and then taking action. So that's what we're talking about today. And all I want is to help you. I just, I, I've, I've gone through so many struggles of my own and, and many of which I've created for myself. Can you believe that? That's like one of the reasons why I love what I do. Like a lot of times I have learned that like, dang, like the things that are holding me back always come back to me because I have so much more power over my future and over my happiness and over my life than I ever realized. So that means that you do too. Um, And I believe in you. So I hope that you take a really big look at some of the things that you're doing in your day that maybe are not serving you, maybe are leaving you feeling depleted or discouraged. And I hope and pray that maybe you take these very, very simple steps into trying to tweak your mindset, pivot your actions, and really make the most out of every day of your life. Because 
you deserve that. You deserve to be happy. And you probably hear my little one in the background crying. He's with dad, but it is late and it's bedtime and everybody's wondering where I am. So I'm going to go for the night. But thank you so much for tuning in, for trusting me, for being here and for pouring into yourself because that it really truly is going to pay off and it makes my heart so happy. I'll see you next week.